I'm excited. God's got good things for us this morning. Mm. His word is always so rich, right? He always shows us great and mighty things. He always displays himself. He's so great. I love that song. He is so great and greatly to be praised. Ah, let's just pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word that it's alive. Your word is living and active in us. Oh, it energizes us. It quickens us. It makes alive our mortal bodies. Resurrection power flows in us and through us. I thank you for this morning that the entrance of your word will bring light. Ah, your, life, your word is life and health to all our flesh. So, Father, we just rest in you. We trust in you. You fight our battles. You go before us, and we just lay hold of the victory. And we walk in it, and we rest in it this day in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good, good things that he has planned for us. I just was really enjoying this series that Pastor Jordan had been doing on um, shift. I just love this. God is taking us into a new, I'm not going to say new level, but a new awareness, a deeper walk with him, right? You can walk ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, and you can swim. And God is taking us into a place where we are going to get our hip waders on and we are just going to go for it, right? So there's things that he's got planned for our, this body. We have not, we're not here just to, just for us. It's wonderful. He loves us. But he has so much more he wants to bring into this place. So many more people he wants to influence through the word that he, that he ministers through this house. Amen. Yeah. This house is blessed yeah. with the word of God. This house is full and rich and overflowing with his presence. The gifts of the spirit, the flowing of the spirit, right? right. The, he prophesying that being he poured out his presence on all flesh, all his sons, all his daughters. So that's what we are expecting. Amen. That's what we have our faith towards. That's what we see. Uh, that we are, our expectation is going towards that. That he said, promised us that we would do greater works than he would. Hallelujah. He did, Jesus did awesome things when he was on the earth walking in this body, right? He did awesome miracles and signs and wonders. He did great and mighty things. And so we are, you can just say, I'm next. I'm next. Amen. Amen. So that what the Lord was dealing with me about was possessing the promise, possessing all the promises of God. He has promised us so many things in his word that, you know, if I put a, a million dollars in your bank account and you didn't know it was there, you would never access it. You would never use it. And so there are so many promises in the word that we just need to search for. We need to mine after. We need to just say, that's mine. I take it unto me. And so this morning, the Lord was talking to me about laying hold of the promise that he, promises that he has for us. When you want to go higher in God, you're going to have to go higher in whatever you're doing also, right? If you're trying to lose weight, you may be standing there. I saw a commercial the other day, and this guy was just standing there pulling things like this. And I'm like, mm, buddy, I think you need to do more, <laughs> you know? 
And I think that that's us. If we're, we can't do the same things, the same old, same old, and, and expect a different result. At some point, you're going to have to increase the weight. You're going to have to increase the demand, increase the pull of what you're doing. And so we're going to wade in deeper, right? We're going to wade in deeper this morning and wade in on purpose going forward into this year. Last year we had a year of vision, vision, 2020. God clarifying our vision and this year we're just going to take it. Amen? We're going to obtain it. We're going to take it. And so we're going to just go through and we're going to be talking about Joshua, but just a little bit of preempt before we get to Joshua. Remember when Moses was in the wilderness and he was there for 40 years and he was out tending to his sheep and he saw a bush on fire. You know, he could have walked right by. Maybe he saw other bushes on fire, uh, you know, combustion in the desert and so forth. But he turned aside and he heard God speak to him. And God gave him the original mandate for, his, uh, for the Israelites, for God's chosen people. And so Moses said, uh, God said to Moses that he had come down to deliver them and to bring them into a good land, a good land flowing with milk and honey, that the Israelites were God's chosen people, right? God's chosen people. And, and through Moses, um, the, the Holy Spirit, the, the God working with him, he displayed mighty, his strong arm. God is not weak and puny and sitting on a cloud with a harp, you know. With his strong arm, he brought the, the Israelites out of Egypt. With great, against the plagues and, and the locusts and the flies and the frogs and the, so much happened, right? With a strong arm, he said, he brought them out of Egypt and with signs and wonders and they crossed the Red Sea. What a miracle. What a miracle to see heaps of water standing on the side and people walking through. When was the last time you went down to the Rito and said, I think I'll cross over? <laughs> right? Yeah. Hallelujah, it's coming, it's coming. So they passed through the Red Sea. The Red Sea was a picture type and shadow of us being born again, taken out of Egypt, taken out of bondage, taken out of the, the, the darkness, right? He has redeemed you out of darkness. That's what we were just singing. And he brought us into his marvelous light. That's where we walk in. That's the victory that we fight from. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, right? A holy nation, a peculiar people. Glory. Ha ha. You can say that about your neighbor. You are a peculiar person. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we've been sent to show forth his praises of him who called you out of darkness into light. Amen. Amen. Bear with me with my cue cards. I get so much rolling around on the inside of me. I just want to try to keep a steady thread for you all, okay? Instead of just throwing them all in the air. <laughs> we could do that too. We could do that too. But we've been chosen and marked for the Lord, right? He's put his seal upon you. When you accept Jesus into your heart, his presence comes upon you and lives in you and dwells in you. Amen. Amen. So Moses heard God's voice. And God was faithful to the promise that he gave to the people to be free. He had given them ownership of the land. He told them to put down roots, went into the new land, into Canaan that they were going into. He wanted him to, them to put down roots and, and to be planted in the promise. Amen. So Moses, this is just the last page on Moses. Moses lived till he was 120 years old, and yet he never went into the promised land himself. 
And so what, the Lord took him up onto the mountaintop, and we were been talking about vision. And Moses stood there, and he saw all the land. Talk about binocular, x-ray vision. He saw all the land. He saw the borders of the land. He saw beyond the mountains and the next mountain range. He saw the rivers. He saw the cities. He saw the people. And so Moses was satisfied, fully satisfied, right? and went home and lived a good life and went home to the Lord. Amen. So Moses was an example for Joshua to follow. And Moses spoke with God face to face as a friend. Right? He was Moses' example. Or Joshua's, Moses was Joshua's example. Amen. He knew his voice. So the first mention of Joshua is in Exodus chapter 17. And Joshua actually was a warrior, a leader of the army of the Israelites. And so when, that, when Moses, when they went up to fight against the Amalekites and Moses held his hands in the air, uh, Joshua was down there leading the troops into battle. Amen. He went with Moses when Moses went up into the mountain, when Moses was given the, the, um, the tablets with the, arch, with the, test, the new testimony, commandments, commandments blah, the commandments on it. And, and he entered into the glory of the cloud with Moses. He was up there with Moses for 40 days and 40 nights. Twice. He did it twice. 80 days covered and surrounded in the cloud and in the glory of God. This is Joshua's uh, apprenticeship. Apprenticeship, being fully saturated, saturated for days and weeks with the presence of God. To the point that when they had that, we're in the tabernacle in the wilderness when Moses went in to pray, and when Moses was done his time, Joshua would just stay in there. He just lingered in the presence of God. He just loved his presence, right? He remained there. And he was one of the spies, but, but oh, I just like that he was a man of prayer. He was a man of seeking God's face, amen? In Numbers 27, it said that he was a man in whom is the spirit and he told uh, Moses to lay his hands on him. Lay his hands on him. He stayed, he was, stayed loyal and consistent. He had a discipline in life. He was full of wisdom. He listened to instruction. Wow, that's so good. That's, sometimes it's the little things that will either make and break you. If God gives you some instruction, listen to it and follow through, right? If it's a little bit hard on your flesh, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. So he did what he saw Moses do when Moses stretched out his hands. There was one time when Joshua was in battle and he stretched out his spear, right? He stretched out his spear till the enemy was defeated. There was another battle in, in um, uh, chapter 10. It said that, uh, that great hailstones came down, that the hailstones from the sky killed more men uh, of war than they did with their own swords. There was another time in the midst of the battle that uh, Joshua was like, man, Oh, we got to get this. We've got to get the victory. And so he stood there and he spoke to the sun and the moon. To the sun and the moon. And he commanded them to stand still. Stay in their place till they got the victory. Hallelujah. What authority that he had. Right? What, what tenacity to know if I just ask, God will do. Amen? That's what we're coming to. Amen? So in, in Deuteronomy chapter 31, the, um, the Lord's um, promise to Joshua, he, in verse 8, it said, And the Lord, it is he that goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you, neither forsake you. Fear not, 
neither be dismayed. So he was strong. He told him to be strong and of good courage, right? Divide the land. Don't let the word of God depart out of your mouth. Meditate in it day and night. Observe to do all that I tell you to do, and then you'd be prosperous and have good success. Amen. There's so many things, promises that the Lord gave to Joshua. You know, fear not. Go forward. I am with you. We will not fail. I will not forsake you. And so God's promise to us is in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 16 and 17. It says that you are the temple of the living God. You are the temple. He lives in you, right? As God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Come out from among them. Come out from among them, says the Lord, right? Be separate. Be separate. Come out from among them, right? We need to be dedicated consecrated. We need to separate ourselves from the world. We live in this world, but we are not of it. Mm, Hallelujah. My citizenship is in heaven. I live more there. Oh, I want him then here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to just recognize uh, that we are just an an ambassador sent to minister for the Lord to those of the world around us, right? Don't get stuck in your own wilderness, right? God wants to bring you out of where you're at. If you found yourself going around and around the same mountain, it's time to do something different, and let's get out of the wilderness. So in Deuteronomy chapter 9, the Lord said to Joshua that you are to pass over the Jordan this day and to go in and possess nations that are greater and mightier than yourself. In, in Deuteronomy chapter 11, the, through verses 11 through 31, it's too much to put on the screen. But seven times, God told Joshua to go in and possess it. Go in and possess it. Go in and conquer it. Go in and possess it. There's hills in this new land. There's, there's valleys in this new land. There's, there's, uh, it's not like Egypt. It, it has the rain of heaven comes down upon this new land. Go in and possess it. Conquer it. Occupy it. Go in and occupy wells that you don't have to dig, houses that you don't have to build. Hallelujah. Wouldn't it be nice if somebody just said, here, the work is all done for you. Just live here. Just live here. And that's what the Lord did to his chosen people. He's prepared a place for us, a turnkey situation, that all we have to do is just walk in, enter in, and take it, possess it. Write their name on the on the on the agreement, and it's yours in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 3. They came before the Jordan River, and they waited there for three days. I thought that was kind of interesting. You'd think that they would just be like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Start swimming across the water, but no, they waited three days. And many times when we come to um, a blockage in our path, in our life, that we don't know which way to go, It's good to take your three days. Take your three days as a rule. Spend time with the Lord. Fast and pray and seek his instruction. You know, you may have the plan, but you may not know the how-to. Right? And so God may say, okay, it's yours. That's a promise. But now he wants to get to you the instruction of how-to. How to cross that river. How to cross that thing that is blocking your path. How to get to the other side. And so take the time. Take the time and just allow, seek his word, seek his presence, right? Seek his saturation to to have instruction. And so in verse 3 it says that when you have not seen, when you see the Ark of the Covenant, go after it. 
When you see God's presence, remember in, in, um, in the desert, right? They had the, the pillar of fire by night and the, the pillar of cloud by day. And they said, whenever it moved, you go with it. So now they, are, they, are on the, they had the Ark of the Covenant and they said that when God's presence goes, you follow. And many times I find sometimes we may be like, God, where are you? And he's like, over here, <laughs> right? We need to follow him, not expect him to follow us. And, and in verse says that you have not passed this way before. This year, who'd have thought this would ever happen? We've never been in anything like this in our generation before. You have not passed this way before. We need wisdom. We need instruction to, to know how to live godly in this generation and in this day that we are living in. Verse 5 said he told them to sanctify yourself. Sanctify yourself in your three days that you're spending with the Lord. Cleanse yourself. Allow him to purify you. Allow him to remove the obstacles that are in your life that are stopping you from pressing forward in him. Allow the Lord to, to deal with you. It's not in a way of condemnation. He's just in a way of wanting to get more to you. Amen? So spend your three days, sanctify, cleanse, and, and examine. Take stock of your life. Amen? glory and he told them to stand still and many times that's the hardest thing to do is you know you're you're just biting at the bit wanting to just let's get at this but we need to stand still stand for a moment and above all else stand amen because if we don't uh, he we need to wait on him and and to seek him with all our heart with all our mind with all our soul with all our strength right if we don't get our hearts transformed they're going to be transferred to someone else, right? God wants to heal things. He wants to heal things in your life, situations and trauma. I know it's hard. To, we don't want to live in the past, but he wants to take you forward. You need to see him in your past that he preserved you and kept you. You may say, but they did, he did, she said, it happened. But God is saying, I was with you. I did not leave you. I did not forsake you. You have been engrafted into my body. I am your father. I've got you. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we have been made um, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. We have right standing before the throne of Almighty God. We have the right to come into his throne room and to with boldness and to obtain mercy and help in the time of trouble. Anytime you can go forward into his presence and obtain what you need, right? You have a new identity in Christ. In Christ Jesus. That should be your, your last name, your middle name, right? Right? Marnie, in Christ Jesus. Ooh, Rob, in Christ Jesus. Amen? That's your credentials. That's who you are. Amen? Sometimes the only way out of some things is to go through. Go through, go forward in God. Go through, amen, to get to the other side. In God's eyes, the enemy is already defeated. Woo, I was trying not to just pull a dance on this morning when we were singing, right? Right? We've got the victory. The battle has already been won. Hailstones may fall from the sky, right? The sun and the moon may stand still again, but God will bring you through to victory, right? He has your back. 
Amen? Guaranteed. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. Right? So let's be a can-do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Woo, you all know that. Awesome, awesome glory. Makes me excited. In, cha in uh, chapter 3, verse 10, he wants you to know his promise to you. And he said, Know that the living God is among you, that he will without fail drive out the enemy before you. And the point that I want to make is, if you knew that you, the next endeavor that you are going to do, if you could do it and be assured that you would not fail, how would you proceed into it? Right? Right. That you would not fail? You would not fail? That God would commission you to go to the mall and speak to that person and you have in your heart for healing and health and wholeness and the good news and the gospel being given to them? How would you proceed if you knew you would not fail? That God would fill the presence. He would fill the atmosphere where you're at. He would meet the need of the person that you're ministering to. Amen? So the priests, we're going to go along here quickly. Um, the priest says the soles of their feet hit the rested in the water, right? Just as their foot dipped in the very tip of the water, the waters were held back, right? 16 miles upriver, hallelujah. Sometimes you may not see the things that God has already prepared for you. 16 miles upriver is your answer coming. 16 miles away in the city of Adam. Ooh, I thought that was good. In the city of Adam, in the beginning, right? God formed you, fashioned you, made you, breathed the very breath of God into you. In the city of Adam, 16 miles from the beginning, before the foundations of the world, he called you, he chose you, he saw you. Amen? You are in the right spot for the right time and the right hour. Hallelujah. 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 Glory! Glory! This is the hour, this is the time of triumph, of victory. Hallelujah. And so as the waters passed, I thought that was interesting, and Jordan had a hard time finding the right translation for me, because in my Bible it says that all these people passed over clean. Wow! I think that's a miracle in trying to get kids ready for church. It's like you dress them all up. You, now, don't you get off that chair. And you load them in the car and you get into church doors and you're like, what happened? <laughs> right? Right? So I believe that was a miracle. We can pass through clean. Woo! Clean as a whistle. Woo! Without spot. Woo! We're clean. He scrubbed us all up good. We're clean. We're going to go through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, you know, obedience. They stepped out in obedience, and they did what they heard in prayer, what they heard in their time of waiting on the Lord. And their obedience was just to say and do what our, their father, what Moses, what Joshua said. But in our day, what our father says to us. Jesus says, I only say and do what I hear my father say and do. And so that's, we take that same position. We only say and do what we hear him say. Because obedience without seeing is faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so many times we may come to the edge of the situation, standing on the edge of the cliff and like, I don't know how to go forward. But by faith and by trusting in him, right? It's not in your ability. 
It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about demonstrating his greatness, his bigness, how great is our God, right? Demonstrate his goodness and stand on the edge, wait for instructions, and when he tells you to take that next step, do it, right? Just do it. Hallelujah. Just do it. Glory. So Joshua told uh, in chapter 4, uh, verse 13, he was talking to, he told, uh, 12, took 12 men out of every tribe, and he told them the Ark of the Covenant is in the middle of the water of the dry riverbed, right? The Ark of the Covenant is standing there. And 20,000 people, it said it was like a 20 or a 30 mile dry riverbed, right? And all these people passed through. And Joshua told 12 men, one from each tribe, to go in and take a stone, put it upon your shoulder, right? And they took it to a, a town, a city called Gilgal, which means a rolling away, a wheel, a wheel. God rolled away the waters. God, and they set up a memorial, right, of what God had done in their lives. And so we, the priests stood in the middle of that riverbed, right? They stood until everything was finished. I don't know how long it would take for all these people to get across. I don't know how long it took to pick rocks, right? But all he, the priests just stood. And that's what they are, the word of the Lord is for us today in Ephesians chapter 6. I'm just going to abbreviate. There's so many things in it. But he says, above all else, stand. Stand, right? Stand with your loins girt about with truth. Stand with your breastplate of righteousness on. Stand with your feet shod with the gospel of peace. I wore my boots just for this. My peace, surrounded by the peace of God, washed in the blood of Jesus, right? Peace that passes all my understanding, right? We need peace at this time. You need to be an ambassador of peace to those that are around you, freaking out and in fear. You be endued with power from on high. Allow peace to live in your heart and in your mind. Amen? So they had the shield of faith. You have the helmet of salvation. And you have the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Right? We, they, you have to stand until everything is finished. Stand even though the winds may be blowing contrary against you. Stand. Stand and speak to it. Use the authority. Use what God is telling you to say and do. And do it. And do it. We can be unmovable in his promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so the priests came up out of the water, and all through the times of Joshua's leadership, he kept giving this warrant of faith. I thought this was so good. He kept saying the fact that the Lord had spoken and the Lord had promised. That was the only merit of his faith, of his doing, was the Lord told me and the Lord promised me. And so remember that God said to him in Joshua 1 and 5, he says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Right? And so the New Testament promise to us is in Hebrews 13. Say, this is for me. This is for me. Amen. Amen. He said, for he, God has said, God has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, 
nor let you let you down or relax my hold on you. Sorry, my tears are just, I can't read it. Okay? Assuredly not. <laughs> I turn around and read it. <laughs> Assuredly not. God himself has said. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Oh, glory. Woo! What can man do to me? If God is for me, who can be against me? Hallelujah. The enemy may be chasing me, but I can turn around and declare the word of the Lord. And he's defeated. He's already disarmed and defeated. I don't know, I lost that one along the way. <laughs> he is disarmed and defeated. He's just a peg guy, you know. And he's easily blown over, right? So the message that the Lord wants me to give today is that he wants you to be Joshua, men and women. Be like him. He set an example before you. Joshua had a servant heart, right? He loved to serve the Lord. He lived a life of obedience. He stayed steadfast in the word, in the written word, and the spoken word. Use your authority. Slay the giants. Inherit the promises. Inherit the promises. You are, an, you, he, there is an inheritance that is given unto you. Ephesians says that you have the inheritance right? You need to find out what it is. Ah, find out what it is. The whole fullness of it, the whole meal deal. <laughs> Get the whole thing. Don't let the enemy rob you in areas where you're not walking in, in the fullness of what God has promised you. Get the whole meal deal. And so he's saying that God is pouring out his spirit on all flesh, on his sons, and on his daughters, on his men servants, and his maid servants. I love that word. I just kept telling the Lord this week, I am your servant, right? And like Mary said to the, the angel when they told, him that, told her that she was going to be with child, she said, be it unto me according to your word. You don't have to give me explanation or anything. Just say it and I'll do it. Just say it and I'll do it. Let's just be in that position. Let's just be men servants and maid servants. Oh, hallelujah. I know I wrote down a lot of things that here just as I was stirred this morning that I want you to get. He has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Amen. He is not slack concerning his promises towards us. He is not willing for any to perish, but all to come to repentance. He doesn't want anyone to perish. And so anyone online now that's watching this, anyone that has never asked Jesus into your heart, this is your moment, this is your day, this is your hour, this is the appointed time. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Live in me, dwell in me. I'll do all that you say to do. Oh, in your precious name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. I have to go to my other book as I was praying. And this is the part where I'm stepping out on the edge of the cliff, on the edge of the border. The Holy Spirit spoke things to me yesterday when I was praying. 
and, and he wanted us to enter in and to have them. There's things that have been lacking in our life, and he wants to provide it. He wants to provide it. And so it may be ones that are people that are in here in, in this house today, or ones online, people online, that God is going to impart these things into your life right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, right? I saw angels going through this place yesterday when I was praying. And I saw angels coming with packages, with gifts, with gifts for you. Hallelujah. Put your hands out, be a receiver this morning. He's come, they've come with gifts for you today. Hallelujah. They're going to impart things into your life. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. What he showed me was that, Lord, the angels were imparting a kidney. A kidney. He was imparting a liver. Someone else needs their liver. Their liver needs to function whole. Their liver needs to function in the right parameters. We speak wholeness to it right now in the name of Jesus. And in that kidney, we command the levels to come to normal. Come to normal. You be the way that you were created. Ha, 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 ha. You be the way that God had created you to have. And if you don't have one, he will create one for you. Hallelujah. New kidneys, new livers functioning with wholeness, fullness, wholeness, wholeness. He showed me a heart valve, heart valve. Something's been blocking, haha, <laughs> and fluctuating. Something, something, it just, it causes your pressure to go up and down. And God is just taking, he's touching you right now. The angels are touching your chest. That heart valve, we command it to be opened. We command it to be made whole. We command it to function properly in the name of Jesus. And I saw a kneecap. I saw a kneecap that was cracked, that was uh, distorted, that was clicking, and that was swelling. And so I just speak to that kneecap right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you be made whole. In the name of Jesus, you bend and function as you were made to be. In the name of Jesus, all inflammation, all swelling has to leave right now. Say, my kneecaps whole. Hallelujah. It bends, it twists, it moves as it was functioned and ordained and called and made to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Angels are imparting these things into your life right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I saw... Um, um, legs, uh, back, pain in your back, pain in your back, and, and, and it's your leg. Your leg is out of an alignment. Your leg is, is, is one leg is shorter than the other. And even if you're in this place today, put your legs out in front of you. Put both legs out in front of you. If you've had back pain, put both legs out in front of you. And then we're going to do this even with arms. Back pain, up at the top here also. Anybody that's had back pain right there, put your arms out in front of you. I don't know whether you're the arm one or the leg. As you do this, but God is going to lengthen. We're just going to speak to these arms right now. In the name of Jesus, we command these arms to be at the right, ah, yes, at the right position. Whew, I just heard cracking. 
I heard cracking in the back. Ah, the right position. Be in the right position. Hallelujah. Lengthening, lengthening. Be in the right position. And even to that leg, that leg. Hallelujah. We command you to come up. Come into alignment. Come into alignment right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your legs are butting up against, hallelujah, the presence of God right now. He's aligning them. He's aligning them. He's lengthening them. He's taking the pain out of your back. He's making a way where there just seemed to be no way. Hallelujah. Lengthening of your arms and legs. He wants you well. He has given you life and health and wholeness and all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Oh, the word of the Lord says, be whole, be whole, be whole. Another one that I saw, sorry, I'm going on, but this is what the Lord told me. Another one, it was to, it's a heart. It's, it's um, emotional. He wants you to let you know, those that have been broken in heart, that you are accepted in him. You are his beloved child and daughter. You are accepted just the way you are. He loves you. So we speak rivers of love. Rivers of love pouring into that heart and into that mind. It's okay. It's okay. I love you. I just love you. I love you the way you are. I love your smile. I love your dimples. <laughs> I love the way you do things. I love the way you talk with me. You are accepted. You are loved. You are loved. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am the healed. I am the whole. I am the healed. And someone who has been suffering from depression and, and like migraines and headaches, the pain seems unbearable and you just can't seem to think straight at times. And the Lord is just saying, he loves you. And as you relax into him and relax into who you are in him, trust him. He's got you. He's got you. And so on the authority and in the name of Jesus, we just speak loose. We command you to be loosed from that band around your head that tightness that's been squeezing your thoughts, that's been giving you trauma in your brain, that depression, that naggingness of the relentless words coming into your thoughts, we just bind it right now in the name of Jesus. We just take authority over that lying spirit. We just break it in the name of Jesus. Oh, rivers of healing water pouring into your heart and mind. Rivers flowing hmm, and washing away the memory of all of that. We stand in your promises this day, Lord. We stand complete and whole in you, in you, because you are our great Father. <laughs> and we love you. Oh, we're so blessed. We are so blessed. We are so blessed. Say it, I'm blessed. I am blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Sing something. Hallelujah. There is power Hallelujah. in the name Hallelujah. of Jesus. Yes, Lord. 
There is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Break every chain. Hallelujah. Break every chain. Oh, Jesus. Break every chain. Hallelujah. Break every chain. Break every chain. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. of your promise oh we just trust in you Lord we trust in you we trust in you you are the most high oh glory 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 hallelujah I know the kids are waiting on us, but how do you, hmm, how do you end a moment in the Lord? You don't. You take it with you. You take this and you take it into your car, take it into your home, you take it into your room, and, and you have it all over again. You watch it online. You, you share it with a friend. You be, be complete in Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take his presence and be blessed abundantly. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. What a meal. Can you turn that off? You may be seated. Hallelujah. What a meal. Every meal from God is a happy meal. Amen. <laughs> because you know it in the book of Acts, you know, when the word was preached, signs and wonders followed. And amen. And you got the word today. Amen. We got signs and wonders. Amen. 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 Yes. God's God's toy in that Happy Meal is a lot bigger than the one you get at McDonald's. <laughs> right, kids? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, it's offering time. Hallelujah. Uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. You can give by going online, wordchurch.ca. And thank you for those that give that way. It, uh, it's a, quite a blessing. And you can give. There's a basket at the back where you can drop uh, something in that when you leave uh, today. Amen? So let's say this together this, uh, regarding our seed. This is my seed. I sow it into the kingdom of God. Seed, do what you do best, grow. 
I saw you to spread the gospel. I saw you to strengthen believers. <laughs> I saw you to go where I cannot. I saw you to grow, multiply, and return in great supply. Harvest, I receive you. Lack, I resist you. His supply is sufficient. I walk in abundance of grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you are blessed. And as Pastor Wendy said, take that home with you. Take it to your neighbors. I know you can't. You're not supposed to visit, but anyway. You know what? This, this COVID thing can't stop the, what God can do. Amen. You know, we, we may not be able to lay hands on the sick, but that's not the only way God gets things to you. Amen. Amen. I'm just excited how God can just, he just ignores all that stuff. He just goes, goes for it anyway, right? Amen? Amen? Amen. You want God to meet with you closer than two meters. Amen? <laughs> Amen. And he does because he's inside you. Amen? Amen? Amen. You are blessed. Have a great week.